0: Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be I'm afraid to get rejected. Well, this is a common problem that a lot of guys suffer from. And I've got an email here from a viewer who basically lists in details the problems and the challenges that he's having regarding pickup, dating, and relationships. The only problem is he's read my book by I think he said 12 different times. And he's watching plenty of videos, and so he's kind of suffering from the paralysis of analysis. He's not actually talking to women. He's learning all this great stuff, he's absorbing all this great information, but he's not practicing it. And because he's not practicing it, he's not getting better. But the reason that he's not practicing it is because of the stories that he's telling himself. He's come up with excuses and reasons why his pickup game is not there, his dating game is not there, and his relationship game is not there. Well, he's not even talking to women. So if he's not talking to women, he's not going to have any dates. And since he's not having any dates, he's definitely not going to get into a relationship with anybody. So he's got all these things that he he'd come up with that he's thinking about and worrying about. But the first thing he needs to start doing is making is working on making on eye contact and, and opening that big hole in his face to talk to women so he can start practicing practicing his social skills because he has to do that obviously in order to get phone numbers and later set dates. And he's got to go out on the dates. He's got to practice being good on a date and just everything that is important to making him successful so he can ultimately get into a relationship. And It's just amazing because it just further illustrates the boxes that we as humans pain ourselves into because of our fears because of our desire to avoid what we fear so I've got a quote that I wrote in this particular topic and I want to go through his email and the quote says our fears around doing things that scare us are always worse than actually doing what we fear since people will do more to avoid pain than they will do to gain pleasure irrational fears are the number one cause of people not achieving their dreams and reaching their full potential. Human beings have two primary fears. Number one, fear that we're not enough. In other words, we don't have what it takes to succeed. And number two, fear that we won't be loved and accepted by our friends, family, or peer group. We're all living in bodies that are one day going to die. In order to become what we want and achieve what we want, we must be willing to do the things that we fear... Or that scare us. Otherwise, our destiny is a life of mediocrity and one day being on our deathbed regretting what we didn't do or try to do. That is definitely something to think about. You don't want to live your whole life and get to the end and go, wow, I'm really glad I didn't start that business. I'm really glad I didn't ask that girl out. I'm really glad I spent my whole life sucking ass and not doing things I really want to do because I was afraid. So let's go through his email. He brings up some really good points. These are things that everybody struggles with. But at the end of the day, if you want to get where you want to be in life, you got to do the things that scare you. He says, hey, Coach Corey Wayne, I've read your book 12 times now and I still struggle with some huge issues regarding pickup dating and relationships. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to do to be a well-rounded alpha male. And notice how he believes, how he, what he perceives. I'm doing everything possible, but my life ain't changing. He says, I train, I study mechanical engineering in my fourth year, and I already achieved a bachelor's degree. That's awesome. Congratulations. You're focusing on your purpose and your mission, which is absolutely awesome and what you should be doing. So from that perspective, yeah, you're right. But obviously in your personal life, there are some things that are not where they need to be. He says, in other words, I'm trying to become a better version of myself. I'm the type of guy where if I see the hand proves results there, I will do whatever it takes to have the same results. So in other words, what you're basically saying, I got to see and know beyond a reasonable doubt that what you teach is going to work for me. Despite the fact that you've been reading my book, you see my own personal history and you see me talking about countless success stories and all the positive reviews on Amazon.com that my book gets all the five-star reviews resu- that I get one after another. It's like that's overwhelming evidence and you're an engineer. You're a guy that likes to tinker obviously. You're a guy that needs facts and figures. So the one, it, what's interesting is that I'm, I've told this story in the past in other videos but it bears repeating in this particular one. I had a guy – he's now since passed away about two years ago, really interesting guy. He was an, he was an electrical engineer. And he worked on a weapons project in the i think this was 1970s early 80s called the hellfire missile system and any of the, you that follow the wars that have been going on he was one of the guys that came up with a process of how they created a mirror that was basically perfect because when you're because the missile uses a laser designation system where it basically shoots a laser beam or reflects off the mirror and then obviously back at the ground, and it uses the targeting system for the missile to hone in on that. Well, he came up with the process of how they figure it out to make the mirror perfectly smooth because if it has even like off a couple of microns, the laser beam is going to be in the wrong place and the missile's not going to go where it's supposed to go. And so him being an engineer, he was at a point in his life where he wasn't having the, the kind of success that he wanted with women. But he approached it like an engineer and he thought, you know what? It's a numbers game. It's really just trial and error. And One of the things that we we always used to joke around when we were having some drinks or blazing up together having a good time is he he would say, I'm still gathering data for my analysis. And so he was in a bar one night and he was thinking, you know what? I'm fucking sick of being lonely. I'm sick of not having a girlfriend. I'm sick of not getting laid. I'm a pretty smart guy. I should be able to figure this shit out. And so he thought about it he thought, you know what? It's a process of elimination, just like Thomas Edison. He tried 10,000 different filaments before he figured out the right one to make the light bulb work. And so he got up off his ass and he took action. And you know what he did? He went to every fucking woman in that bar and he walked right up. This was his pickup line. He looked him right in the eye and said, would you like to have a date with me? Nope. And he turned, go to the next one. Would you like to have a date with me? Nope. He didn't care. He w- he decided that he was gonna keep asking women out until somebody said yes. Didn't fucking matter. And he got to the very last girl in the place. He said, "Would you like to have a date with me?" And she looked at him. and She said, "Yeah, I'd like to have a date with you." And he was like, "Great." And they left. They went somewhere for dinner. They ended up. I don't. I don't remember. When, I don't remember if it was that night or a couple of nights later. They ended up hooking up and having sex. But now he had some success. So he wasn't ready just to settle down and, and get into a relationship with the first person. And so he, for a long time, for a lot of months, a year or two, he was fucking getting laid left and right, hooking up with different women and having a good time sewing his oats because it was something that he basically never had the balls to do. And she obviously wanted him to be in a relationship. And eventually after he sowed his oats for a year or two, he agreed to settle down with her and he lived with her for the rest of his life. They were boyfriend and girlfriend until he ended up passing – I think he died of like mouth – mouth cancer. Really a neat guy. But him being an engineer, that's kind of the approach that I'm sure you as an engineer can relate to and if he did it, you should be taking those same kinds of action. Watch the video that I did called Improving Your Social Skills and I know you will appreciate these numbers as an engineer. If you ask out 100 different women, these are women that look you in the eye and smile. In other words, they'll make mutual eye contact with you. If you ask out 100 of those women per month, that's 25 per week, you can go to the mall on a Saturday and a Sunday for two or three hours at a time and ask out 10 to 12 women really fucking easily by doing exactly what I teach in the video, improving your social skills. It's on the homepage of my YouTube channel. You just walk up to a woman, tell her exactly what you think about her, what you like about her, what attracted you. You have a fucking unbelievable body but you got to be authentic about it. You got to speak from your heart. God, you take my breath away. Oh my god, you're exactly the kind of girl that I like. You got 10 minutes minutes to join me for a cup of coffee? Sure. Great. Walk over, have a cup of coffee, have a great time, say you're sitting there for several hours. Then you say, you know what, I'm having such a good time. You got plans later? You want to grab some dinner with me? Sure. Awesome. You can either go to dinner at a place in the mall or somewhere else that's close by and at some point hang out and have fun and hook up. You said you read my book 12 times. I I believe you probably have. So you should know exactly what comes next without thinking about it. Your problem is you're suffering from the paralysis of analysis. So he says, I'm also planning to become an entrepreneur in the future and certainly book a phone session when I can afford it. I'm a poor student at the moment. So he lists his categories here of the things he he says he's still struggling with. He says, pick up. I still struggle with picking up women. I generally don't find it hard to talk to them, but as I'm about to ask for their number, I black out in a sense. What should I do to stop worrying if I will get rejected? Follow exactly step-by-step what I teach in the video, Improving Your Social Skills. Again, if you go to the homepage of my YouTube channel, I think it's the number two or number three video listed under the essential fundamentals tab it starts out making eye contact then it starts out with smiling and then it starts out with saying hello then it starts out with with talking to women striking up a conversation and then at some point you something simple like hey if if asking out for a date in the spot scares the crap out of you, you can say this hey i gotta run but i'd like to chat with you later what's your phone number and if you just pull out your phone and i happen to have my little iphone here and you can look at it and just go Pull up the screen, hey let me get your number, hey I got to run but let me get your number before I go and I'll call you later. Just pull it up and just if you're looking at your phone then you're not making eye contact or freaking out and you're just going to the screen and then you just go here, here's my number or here's my phone, put your number in there. She can put her name and her number in there and you can get it back and say thanks, I'll call you later, I got to run, see you, bye. Practice that. That's all you got to do. It doesn't matter whether the phone number is accurate or not, who fucking cares. That's what you need to do if you want to get unstuck. He says, in essence, the ones I do really like share mutual friends with me and therefore I don't want bad rumors to spread. That's total bullshit, bro. If you're going to the mall and you're speaking to random strangers or random women that are on campus, this is not going to happen. This is a story that you tell yourself about why you can't talk to anybody. He says, I feel, in a sense, if I get rejected, then I can't seem to talk to her anymore and that this will affect the relationship I have with her and her mutual friends as well. This is exactly why you go to the mall because there's – any large mall is going to have thousands of people and thousands of women there and you'll never see any of them again. He says, in other words, I'm afraid to get rejected. So in other words, you are not doing anything. You've got to participate in your own rescue, dude. I think that's the main reason why I get so frustrated every time I don't want to go the extra mile. I still have the attitude problem. I'm not worthy and therefore I blow off many opportunities. That's why I go where people don't know you and where you will never see anybody again. Maybe you drive an hour away and go to a big mall in a different city and then you get rejected all day long and you have no intention of ever calling any of those women. So who fucking cares? And when you get over your fears, then you start asking women that live in the city where you're at if you're totally worried about running into women that you've asked out previously. That's what I would do if I were you. But you got to participate in your own rescue, bro. If you don't talk to anybody, if you don't ask any women out, you're not going to have any dates. If you don't have any dates, you're not going to kiss any girls. You're not going to go out on multiple dates. You're not going to get laid. And you're certainly not going to get into a relationship. So he says, dating. I'm a full-time student. I honestly can't afford to be going out to expensive restaurants and cafes if I ever have multiple dating options. Look look at the story that he's telling himself. He's always, oh, my God. I don't have any money. What am I going to do? Go to coffee dates. Get some beers and a picnic basket or make some fucking coffee and some sandwiches and go to a lake somewhere. Go to, I mean there's – every city in the world, there's always some kind of cheap, interesting, historical thing that you can take a woman to. You can use Google Maps for that. Historical place. Those things are usually the cheapest places to get into because they're usually run by the state. Do you have any suggestions for a poor student like me as how I can handle – can make dating inexpensive. Go to McDonald's. I mean, it doesn't matter. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. Like I said, picnic baskets or going to nickel beer. If you're a college student, go to nickel beer night. I mean, there's they always have places in college towns where people, college students, can go that are cheap. You can go to cheap restaurants. You can go to happy hour at restaurants. You get two for one specials. Get a fucking part time job, dude. You're an engineer. You're, these are all the excuses. This is the story that you're telling yourself about why you can't – if I ask a girl out, then I got to take her to an expensive restaurant. I don't teach that in my book. I don't say you got to go and blow $200 on an expensive meal. I mean if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Go where you can afford it. Get a part-time job if you need some extra money. Find a way, not a way out. And that's what you're doing. You're finding a way out so you don't have to do anything and it just further justifies not taking any action. That's why you're not getting any better. So relationship category, he says, as you stated in your book, we've got the pickup, dating, and relationship phase. I'm just wondering in the relationship phase, again, he's about to tell another story about why he can't talk to women. If everything goes well and she does most of the pursuing, should I keep it that way in the long run? Absolutely, fucking Women are natural bonders and nurturers and connectors. That means once they get to the point where they feel safe and comfortable, and if you've read my book – 12 times like you say you have, then you know that really all the guy has to do is start the courtship off. And once the woman starts reaching out, he just has to basically sit back, wait to hear from her, and make the next date and get the fuck off the phone. He says guys do 20% of the, of the contact and women do 80%. Well, like I teach in my book, the guy doesn't need to continue to do 20%. As the woman starts to pursue more and more, think about it. If she's contacting you two or three times a week, reaching out to you first and you're setting dates and you're seeing each other two to three times a week, there's no reason for you to continue to reach out. The guy only has to do that in the very beginning. Really, if you follow what I teach in my book, you only have to do that for about the first two to three weeks, the first two to three dates. And, once you've, and Most women are going to sleep with a guy by the second or third date. That's the average. If you follow what I teach in my book, it will textbook happen like that. I know, however, if she, re- if she ever backs off, then you need to do it and wait a few days before calling her to ask her out on a date. Once per week, that's all you ever do. Keep courting her or wait for her to contact you and then make a definite date. It all depends upon the situation though. He says, finding quality women. I find the majority of women's values aren't aligned with my values and I feel it's a little bit difficult to find the ones I really like. Yeah, well, in your case, you're not talking to any women so therefore – you're not going to find anybody that has similar goals and values because you're not talking to anybody. It's a matter of time and repetition. It's a numbers game just like my buddy who was the engineer that worked on the Hellfire missile all those years ago. Process of elimination. You got to get through the no's in order to get to the yeses. In order to find women who have goals and values that are similar to your own, you got to practice. You got to talk to women. Where should I go to find the women I really like? Well, you're in college, dude. It's a fucking target-rich environment. Again, you're not taking any action. So that's why I'm saying drive an hour out of town and go to a mall that's an hour away and practice. And we get really good at asking women out that are out of town, even though you're not, probably not going to go out with any of them, then you can start asking out women on campus, especially women that are, in your, that are engineering geeks like yourself. Think about it. I cover from a strict, conservative, Vietnamese, Catholic family – And they only want me to date Asian girls. However, I find it even harder to date Asian girls. Date the women that you want, dude. You're away from your family. You're at school. Sow your oats. Do what you want. Do what makes you happy. And if your family doesn't like it or approve it, say, mom, dad, I love you. But you need to stay the fuck out of my personal life and stop trying to live it for me. I'm going to date who I want, when I want, and how often I want. And if you don't like it, I love you. But I really don't fucking care. Thanks for paying for college for me. But now that i got my own job i'm going to do my own thing if you don't want to support and love who i've chosen to be with well you know what then you're not going to get to have me in your life very much so you need to chill the fuck out i love you but you need to back off i'm an adult now i'm a man i need to do things the way i want support me love me if you don't have anything supportive to say you know what keep it to yourself so if you'd like to get my help personally the quickest way is to book a paid phone skype or email coaching session you can choose any of those options By going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.